you're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. It's Nerds Podcast number 492. You know what this is, Kyle? What's that? A hostful podcast. Ooh. I know. We don't get to do a lot of them as much because we have so many guests that want to do the show, and I don't like saying no to people that I want to talk to. And it's a so, hell of a problem to and have. So, and we also all... Matt has a very busy schedule writing on At Midnight. Jonah has a very busy schedule... Hanging out. Just being up at midnight. <laughs> so we all have very well. Well, Jonah's been doing the Meltdown show, yeah, which, yeah, which from what I hear, what I hear, it turned out amazing. It, it was the, the TV version of the Meltdown show, which I did. Uh, and it was really fun. I got to so, sneak a peek at, at a little bit of it, and it looks insanely good. So, you know, we, we will be doing, we'll be putting up more hostfuls. I'm going to try to make more room for hostfuls in the future. And then also, you know, um, we will also try to do a handful of Loud Nerds podcasts here, and I'm sure we'll do one at San Diego Comic Con this year. But in addition, you know, we'll also probably start doing some live at midnights around the country. Ooh. And but then I'm also doing stand up because I'm going to do an album in about a year, a comedy special in a little less than a year. So Android two, it's not going to be Son called of Man- Android. Oh man, god damn it! Why'd you put that in my head now? Android two, Son of Android, Son of Android. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> It works on a bunch of levels. God damn it. <laughs> or <laughs> is Son of Mandroid just the special People thing? who put stuff on Chris Hardwick's Wikipedia page without his consent just start blasting Son of Mandroid on there as this new album's title. I do not condone that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm living with the idea right now, but I really enjoy it. But uh, yes, it's always fun when the Sister Wives and I get together and catch up. Because I feel like the last time, the, the last hostful we did was a really honest one. Uh, it was the, like, oh, you know, we had this sort of falling episode. out. Let's de- work it through on the podcast as we are sort of being more open. And, and my feeling was that it would help people go, oh, this is a way that you work through problems with your friends as opposed to just getting shitty with them. But what happened was like 60 or 70% of the people found it to be very interesting and helpful. And 30% of the people were eked out because it felt like their parents were fighting. And so it, what I hadn't really considered was, oh, yeah, nerds don't love conflict. <laughs> they don't love hearing conflict. They don't love any non-text-based conflict. Now, uh, that episode that just you been released a message a transcript, yes, then we'll be back great. in business. 
But uh, but this one was really fun. This one. This, this is was the a more opposite upbeat. of that episode. Yeah, this one was more fun and upbeat. I would like to say this episode of the Nerds Podcast was brought to you by The Hundred on the CW, which premieres Wednesday, March nineteenth at nine eight Central on the CW, which is essentially um, there's the nuclear, a nuclear nuclear uh, problem has, issue. A nuclear issue has <laughs> wiped out the other issue on the planet, which are human beings. Uh, and there are essentially 400 survivors on these 12 international space stations that were in orbit at the time. And so they don't know if it's safe to go back to Earth. But, you know, eventually you're going to have to get back down. It's sort of like moving out of an apartment and moving into a condo or a one-bedroom house. It's like we're going to need to expand. You know what I like to do when I move into a condo is first send 100 teens to make sure that the place is safe. You want to send 100 teens... Uh, into, into the house to apartment. make sure that it's not haunted yeah. or that the air is not poisonous or that they're not above a hellmouth or whatever it ha- whatever <laughs> ha- what have you. The problem is all those LA hellmouths. Yeah, it's there's the bait and so switch. There's so many hellmouths. Like, uh, it's very hard to chrome moldings. I'm like, I would like to talk about the hellmouth, and they're yeah. like, Central Air. Is this a hellmouth or are we just on Van Nuys Boulevard? Like, you can't it's tell the both. difference between the two. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a just very long, long hellmouth. It's one long mouth of hell <laughs> that won't end. But um, uh, so they send a hundred. Juveniles down to the surface of the earth to be like, you guys test this out. And then so essentially all these young people have inherited the earth, 100 people, oh, with the run deal. of a nuclear-blasted planet. Watch 100 kids figure shit out on a nuclear-holocausted planet. Wednesday, March 19th, 9, 8 central on The CW. And now here we are with the Nerdist Podcast number 492. Hostful goodness. Is the episode haunted? Haunted hostful we did the mash. We did the hostful mash. It was a Myra smash. Jonah's listening to the clash. Now entering Nerdist.com. You know who's good at writing hooks? Uh, Rivers. It's too bad. Rivers, Rivers Cuomo? Yeah. Or Mark Rivers, who is also really good at Mark writing Mark Rivers hooks. is really also good at hooks. But like, the sure thing that I, I think, if you listen, if you think back to all your times with the Weezers. Um, <laughs> uh, with all of the Weezers? It's just yeah. Weezer. Yeah. I, I, Which Weezer? What, they're, what he's really good at is a vocal hook. Yeah. Like I, even like something like... Uh, like uh, Island of the Sun, hip, hip, like that kind of a thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a little vocal. Or uh, we're all stars now in, in the, the dope, dope show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. That's, that's a different Weezer. Oh, so, hey, that's a Giza. That's a Giza. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, it's uh... Hashtag old bands, Geezer, go. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry. Hey, we just taped the show. Wrong meeting. <laughs> oh, fuck, sorry. <laughs> you know, I just, I'm sitting at a table with a bunch of comics and I just don't know which thing I'm supposed to be writing He's just on all cylinders. Yeah, man. I'm firing. <laughs> Give me an object. I'll turn it into another thing and make a joke out of it. You're firing. Oh. You're firing on three <laughs> or six cylinders. <laughs> 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 immediately just went to blow the microphone. Yeah. All right. I'm I was proud. <laughs> years ago, I was talking to a girl and she was talking about like going to see Weezer. And I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to those shows where they're going to you know, just play the Blue Album and Pinkerton all the way through. And then she's like, oh, you're one of those Weezer fans. I was like, what do you mean? A Weezer fan? (laughs) She's like, no, it's like I've heard there's like older guys. And I was like 27 (laughs) at the time. Way more insulting. 27. And she's like, older guys that just, you know, don't like anything that happened after the Green Album. I was like, the Green Album was 
like the fucking see you later. There's nothing after that. Worth oh, you know what? To. I don't. Uh, Maladroit? I don't like. I don't dislike the Green Album. No, no, no. In retrospect. Oh, totally sure. Totally fine. That. Well, here, I'll say this. I think that their best song since, since the Green Album. Was it the Green Album then Maladroit? Yes. Okay, I'll say their best album since Maladroit. Their best song since Maladroit, I think, is, um, is uh, If You Want Me To. Which is oh, if you uh, if you're wondering if I girl, want you yeah. to, I want you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a really good upbeat kind of a song. I like, the, I like that the was Fonzie like song. two albums ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but but I like that song. I think that's a good song. Yeah, yeah. But doesn't it sound like someone doing a like a Weezer song? Doesn't that like it sounds like someone's doing like that? Not so much. That one sounds like they just said sure rivers. Sure. That's the one they said sure to? Well, the last four decades. Like Ratitude. <laughs> that was, man, that was Ratitude, good. Ratitude, Pork Red and Beans was the sing- single on that. The Red Album. Make Believe was just complete. Is the Red Album the one that Where was Hashpipe? Hashpipe is, Where is that from? Hashpipe is Hash's Green, green album. album. Yeah. Yeah. Hashpipe is Green Album. Yeah. And, then, you know, just there's songs, I'm sure, in every yeah. album. Like, just that's the same thing I say about, like, you know, Stone Temple Pilots. It's like, it's like they don't, they're not a good band, but, like, yeah, they got some good songs here and there. Oh, yeah. They got some. Uh, uh, the the Weezer was a part of that uh, new wave, not new wave. It was part of the new wave of cardigan rock, where it was just like like the young kids would put on the cardigans. Well, they, yeah. just they like sort just of like the Kurt Cobains. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Sort yeah. Of were the cardigan rock? I think like not to be confused with the cardigans. Yeah, but it was like it was MTV's ver- version of uh, college rock. Yes. Yeah, it's like it's like they're not going to put the Pixies on TV because none of them are good looking, but they'll put Weezer on. Because they're adorable. They're adorable. Somewhere I have a stack of old carts, which are sort of like eight tracks that from radio, like what in, are you in, doing in the this? older days of radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I have a box full of people doing station IDs for me when I worked at K Rock. And one of them was Matt and Pat from Weezer. And they yes. do this whole ridiculous improvised song, which, by the way, I, I'm sure they did it a million times for everyone else. Too, and just inserted their names, but they it's, it's like this, my name is Matt, my name is Pat, oh, we're from Weezer, Chris Hardwick is your host today. Like, it's one of those. That's fun. My other favorite one was Bjork. This is Bjork, and you're listening to Chris Hardwick on uh, the world-famous K-Rock. How many times I, I want to listen to that. that? I want to listen to that. Doing it now. Yeah, find right out now. that it's just Chris doing that <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. studio. Oh, thanks for coming in, Bjork. It is my pleasure. If you ever get close to Chris, a man, I think you look great with you, your hair trip. Would you put on this bare head and let's go swimming with the mermaids? Hmm. I mean, the DVD copy of Mermaids I with Winona Ryder. Chair. 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 What do you intend to do with those? I don't know. I, I, I want to get them transferred. Uh, transfer them thrown out, right? Yeah, okay. but I don't know if they're still any good. There's a, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, there is a they do. There's a there's a degradation that happens to those, right? They're yeah, because they're just, taped. Yeah. yeah. So if they if they're affected by temperature or moisture, or whatever, it can totally fuck them up. They've been in a box. Uh, I just don't. I'd have Plus to that find that Bjork one you came on so many times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I came on the covering of it, yeah, so yeah. the tape inside well, should have been fine. Good, good, good. I mean, I tried to you know s- squeeze in there a little bit. You should but, have like uh, unrolled the tape and started wrapping it around your dick. <laughs> no, no, no. You wrap it around your throat so you can get oh, that autoerotic right. association going. Right, on. right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. While watching. 
Dancer in the Dark. Yeah. Yeah, and Bjork is the sound you make when you're choke coming. Bjork! <laughs> <laughs> hey, give it up for that. That was great. <laughs> thank you. Stonewall that. Thank you for thank you for audience warming up Matt. <laughs> hey, come on! Oh, that was great. That's right before I shoot my sugar cubes. Come on, guys. <laughs> what? Yeah, glink Glingo. That's, that's a deep, that's a deep cut. Glingo. Glingo is great. Yeah, yeah. It's just that one album, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Glingo was just her and that like that what was like a poster, you know. Yeah. Like a, like a cocktail band. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I liked it. Who did I hear? Someone someone I heard on Sirius did a cover of that uh the Sugar Cube song that hey. It's like the birthday uh um, Yeah. Who, who did the cover? did the cover of that? I don't know. Oh, it's probably just something they play on series. Like, they came into the fishbowl one day, and we got them to record this. Someone, That's someone... what I love, those AV Club undercover. Do you ever watch oh, yeah, it? Yeah, when they cover them. God, yeah. I love those. The, uh, I heard somebody the other day doing a, a cover of uh, Smashing Pumpkins 1979, which was pretty good. It was who a little more upbeat. I don't even remember. That's the thing. That's the problem with these things. I'm sure Jake Fogelnest will know. I feel like he might have played it. Hey, Matt, settle down. I'm sorry. You got to warm him up better, Jonah. You know, I'm coming into a cold room here. You know, Matt needs to be warmed up before I come in here. I Space told him shooters. he's great. Space shooters, huh? <laughs> Who, I me? know, but he doesn't. He never me. said that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, D and I oh, thinking about taking a trip to Ojai. Thinking about Japan. Oh, you should go to. Is Japan. that different than Japan? What you said, Japan. Japan. You well, should I'm go to Japan. You guys would love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do that. No, no, no. I'm it's afraid a... you'll never come back if you go to Japan. I don't oh, know. It seems a bit over because you know me. I don't like like hectic cities, and so uh... if, if you think Jonah is uh, tall here, well, yeah, you realize they're going to send <laughs> you realize they're going to send jet fighters to take you down because they're afraid you're going to be destroying the city. That's racist and offensive to me. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean you're no, I mean that, like most of the architecture in Hawaii was you know was was made for jet. What's people. wrong, Jonah? There aren't enough beer and underwear vending machines here in the United States. <laughs> I'm looking for more for my collection. Uh, no, no, just like we, you know, because we did Europe on the last trip, and then we want to try, like, uh, I've never been to Japan. Yeah, uh, and I also want to, I just want to see, go. like, temples and stuff. I want to see more of the rural stuff. And sure, I want to go to the robot fighting bars try and casinos. Try and uh, plan it, if you can, during the, Cherry big, Blossom? the big earthquake. Ooh. Yeah, during that. Mm-hmm. It's coming. Never, I could either stay here and have a staycation earthquake. <laughs> <laughs> Um, That'd be awesome. I, yeah, I, but that's because I, so I, I started uh, going on Airbnb and just looking at like different neighborhoods, and it's just oh, in Tokyo, huh? Yeah, yeah. Or, well, I suppose anywhere really. In Japan. Yeah, I, well, it's like yeah, there's all the, like you know, it's neat. Airbnb does a good job of just kind of like uh, like you put in a city, and they'll yeah. be like which you know which part of the city, and then you just kind of like touristy or uh, you know walkable stuff or you know restaurants or walkable. And right now, if you enter the promo code, no wait, they're not, yeah. they're not sponsoring us. Have they ever? No, they should though. Do they? they? Should. I don't think they care. You know what? They should because we could totally like when we go perform in another city, we can oh, be like and you can use Airbnb if you want to come in town. Yeah, how do you? How, I don't. I've never used it. I'm, have you both? used I it? I almost used it once in Portland. Okay, but and the only reason that, used it. No, but and the only reason that I didn't is because I found out. I thought I thought I was renting a house, and it turned out I was just renting a part of a house. Yeah, you got a really full look. place. So, you, know, you must have felt like you're getting a fucking great deal. Yeah, I was like, wow, that's fantastic. <laughs> oh, there's other people. Yeah. Can't you just like can't that. you just buy? Portland <laughs> pieces of it yeah, yeah sure. it's a very inexpensive uh, John, uh, how's it, uh, explain to me who's never used it before uh, 
So you're renting someone's house. Someone, someone not, someone's house, not someone's house, someone's apartment. Uh, you apartment. can rent someone's room. You can rent someone's guest house. Okay, rent, uh, room and guest house. Some sort of like more. You can you can set this. Yeah. So you can filter well, search results. But here's the thing. Here's my question for you. You say you rent someone's house. Mm-hmm. How do you get their key? Oh, you you set it up with them. You're in contact with them, and you uh, it's all like planned specifically for that person. Like one yeah. time when we stayed in Brooklyn, uh, the person just left the key at the bodega on the corner. So we went, we're like, hey, we're uh, Joan and Deanna. And they're like, oh, okay, here you go. And they go back and they give you the key and then you go in and they get in. But a lot of times they want to meet you so they can decide whether or not to turn on their streaming camera so they can watch you jerk off when you're not aware. It's oh, true. Is that a thing? Always want to turn it on for me. Um, <laughs> Do you ever worry about that? It's really like, beautiful. We're going to someone's house. What if there's like a weird camera somewhere? Eh, I feel like I'm good at I would be okay. Like, it's cameras. like, you know, as much as for their protection as it is for mine. <laughs> you know? I, uh, but but you don't want anyone yeah. to see you throwing the D to the or, D. That's true. It's true. Day to day. But sometimes you just go there and you, you say, hey, I'm going to be showing up around this time. And then you get the key from them personally. Mm-hmm. And then you go. And then they'll just be ready to go. Or they'll just meet you there and give you the key. What do they do? What do they do when this A happens? lot of people. So uh, when we stayed in Shoreditch in London, uh, the guy was just, he would just stay with his girlfriend. He would oh, just, that's cool. And he would just uh, make like extra money that way. Uh, just he would stay with his girlfriend or um, other people. I like, like other people don't. Other people are just like rental property. Also, you just I feel don't. Like I'm inconveniencing whoever I'm going. No, to no, rent. they, they sign the up money. for it though. They sign up for it. I yeah, mean, it's it's and, and and you can stay. I mean, there's like good places that you can stay in for like you know fifty or a hundred bucks a night as opposed to you know two or three hundred bucks a night in a in a hotel. And it's it's a you know the app is really great and it's just I don't know. Damn, I, they should sponsor this podcast. They, they should. kind of are. We're just not getting anything. But it's like you know you open up the the front page and it just will show you all these crazy fantasy places you can stay at. Fantasy like places. Jim Morrison homes. Oh, Jim Morrison <laughs> homes. Homes of famous painters. So you're just staying uh, everywhere on Laurel Canyon. Houses uh, of I, famous I, painters. That house has no doors. Wait. Come on, guys. Um, bungalow Japon uh, in the rice fields. Um, Should have warmed up the crowd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Underground homes. You can't homes. blame everything on that, Chris. He was in a band called The Doors. <laughs> See, there's like a, there's one in Chia, Colorado. I'm going to leave a, this room. What was your joke today? That Walk was on down the hall. <laughs> By the way. Jonah, I want to you kill were, you. You were right on the enlightening joke. You should have gotten way more for that. I should have gotten right? way more for that. Well, uh, we should. I, I, Weapon. The, I had a I had a I had a joke on the Emmy night today that um, uh, Doug Benson would say laid an egg, which is uh, we showed this GIF of uh, and we had people predict what was going to happen at the end of the GIF and it was Dalai Lama, and at the end of the GIF uh, he's someone has um, After Effects like lasers shooting out of his eyes, yeah. and I said uh, uh, you're enlightened now or something like you know that, so, that is technically the definition that's that, that's technically the definition of being enlightened and yeah. uh, nothing nothing nothing. Huh. Much like that. Yeah. 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 It was about yeah. the... No, no. I like the joke. I, I guess... Well, I, guess well, I mean, give him something. Don't I guess stonewall him on I that. didn't stonewall him. I laughed when you guys... Why didn't you warm up Jonah before I got here, man? <laughs> I was going to play Pong back and forth. Yeah. Like, why didn't you warm up each other? Um, I like that joke. Yeah, I think that's a I Wittish... Like I think, I think that's a Wittish shit funny as money kind of a joke. Yeah, yeah well... It doesn't matter. I, like I still it. think should have gotten a little right, bit good. more respect. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, you can... You know, it is one of those things where it's... It's clever, so you would have to either like play it up for that. You like, know what I like, would have needed? Now, I didn't know what that's what enlightened me. You that, know, you know the problem? Like you know what that. that joke needed? A British accent. Yeah, yeah. That's what I call enlightenment. Like <laughs> fucking, they would have carried me out of the room. <laughs> well. If I'd been on QI, yeah. said that. Yes. Had you been fucking... on QI, you needed to be in England. As we've learned, English accents don't do well on our show. <laughs> <laughs> or Australian accents. No, they do fine. No, wait. Sorry. Reese was New Zealand. Yeah, he did great. He was fucking awesome, but I feel like the crowd didn't give him nearly what he deserved. 
Um, I'm no, an adve- I, I, I I'm an adventurer, Chris. I thought they did. I totally thought they did. Maybe I just thought he was so much funnier than they did. Like I was dying laughing at him. You love an accent, though. I love. I love. Reese Darby makes me I laugh so fucking hard. And the fact that he just was playing up the entire episode as though he was an adventurer yeah. who stumbled oh, into the, the show. Yeah. Is this the internet? <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm an adventurer, Chris. Uh, uh, and this is no, one I, want of my... ma- I want to point out, I'm not a comedian. I'm an adventurer. <laughs> did he do, an adventurer. Did he so do any sounds? <laughs> no. Was uh, it... He might have. Did you see him? Uh, Brett Jermaine, I booked a gig. Reese Darby and... Um... Uh, Michael Winslow are doing a uh, no sound way. effects comedy show at SF Sketchfest. Are you fucking when kidding me? Did it already happen? I don't know. You gotta look at the schedule. I just remember seeing it. I know oh, it wasn't when I was shit. Gonna, not when I'm gonna be there, so I just kinda Oh yeah. we need to cancel everything and go and watch go. that. Yeah. It's like the Kings of Sound Effect Comedy. <laughs> the Kings of Sound Effect Comedy. I'm not go- sure if that's what it's called, but it should be. Jesus, I'd go see that. Yeah. I'd go see Jesus do comedy. Now I'm a laser. <laughs> I remember the first time because I, I loved him so much on Fly the Concords and I was like I'm going to see what this guy's stand-up's all about and he's just like yeah jetpack jetpack and I was like whoa it's funny he's like making fun of sound effect comics he's still doing set so an hour of sound effects good sound effects and that's he's very fantastic. funny but I yeah I can't oh man that's not I don't think that's the weekend we're there and we're running around doing shows I've never yeah. talked to anyone who uh, saw Michael Winslow in college and didn't love it Oh, I bet he was great. I saw when I was in uh, middle school. I saw a carrot top perform. It was fucking crazy awesome. This was a lot of fun. I <laughs> made things that looked like other things. They made a joke about it. Move I like on. carrot it top. I think that I think the poor guy just got a shitty rap because his name's Carrot Top. Yeah, I think so. I think he like you know too much of a character. But like the the things he makes are you know they're they're just jokes. He's delightful. He just makes physical jokes. Is all they are. I think I think a lot of people gave him shit just because his name sounded like a punchline without really well, saying whether or not Chris, yeah. his face didn't help. Well, you mean after he got all buff? Uh, is that what happened? Oh yeah, man. you know yeah. that's what happened. He got super ripped. I feel like his face was never the best. No, what, he, was he a comedian? <laughs> <laughs> what do you look for in a comedian? I look at square jawline. He's got a square jawline now from all the weights. Oh. I, yes. feel like, I feel like you look like not as much of a... Jonah looks more like a comedian than you do. I, hey. I would agree with that. Yeah. Hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I would... <laughs> I set up the fact. I set up the reality. Don't ah, say it back so funny because he looks like that. I know. If he didn't, it wouldn't be funny. Oh, man. Take a drink of that water. He drinks funny. <laughs> Stop making fun of it. <laughs> Visual comedy on a podcast. <laughs> oh my god! I did Friday night. I went to um, Friday night lights. I did not go to Friday <laughs> nice night lights. Association, Matt. Thank you, Jonah. <laughs> association you. cherishes the word. Like, it's a meta association. That one wasn't free, though. <laughs> Sorry. What? <laughs> Wait, I'm a, can't keep up. Wait, I'm a, up. Oh, up Pixar's I'm a, up. I'm in a house uh, in a balloon. Describing the plot to up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, 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 oh this is dogs. Oh, it's a house above a place. An old man. Little fat boy. Little fat boy. Dog's cock. What was that last one? Dog's cock. Okay, good. Did you say dog's cock? Dog's talk. Oh, dog's talk. And dog's cock. Well, he would say dog's cock, right? Um, I went. I hadn't been to the improv since they. Re- I haven't been to the improv in like a year and a half. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all. So I hadn't been like a year and a half. Chloe went to a, a convention over the weekend in Portland, and uh, and so Friday night I found myself 
with just like, oh, I don't know. I don't feel like dude sitting at, sitting at home. So I just, you know, called, called me and go, can, I, can yeah. I jump on tonight? And I texted you and said, do you want to go? And you got sick. But, um, <laughs> but I Weird, went I was, uh, and it was like the fucking mm-hmm. old day. It was like, um, it was amazing. First of all, they've completely redone the improv. Yeah, they have that new lounge. There's a lounge and then they're opening a restaurant in front. Yeah. That, you know, I think the thinking is this gourmet barbecue place is going to bring in. I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's the comedy audience that's going to go get the gourmet bar- barbecue food, but it looks good. Bring in even more confused. But patrons. it's really nice. It's really nice inside. It's yeah. really, really nice inside. And so uh, I hopped on the 10 o'clock show, but I got there at the tail end of the 8 o'clock show, which was Jackie Cation, um, Chip Pope, Howard Kramer, Laura House, Jennifer oh. McLean. Jennifer uh, McLean? Yes, Jennifer Aaron McLean. Lee was there. Oh, Aaron Lee. Uh, and then and the 10 o'clock show was. Uh, me and Morgan Murphy and um, April Richardson. Oh, fun. And then this, uh, this really funny British comic who, when he was on stage, I was like, I feel like he's probably more famous in England than, yeah. than here. And he was really funny. What was his name? Jack Whitehall. Sounds familiar. Well, he's... <laughs> I looked him up on Twitter. He's got like two and a half million followers and he was tweeting about how his tickets just went on sale for the O2. Oh, like, shit. Oh, okay, okay. He is a... And he's also like 24 years old. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, I, but I just... I got the singing suspicion because I saw... I guess we have the same agent so I saw a bunch of guys from CAA there. I'm like, it's interesting. Yeah. What are these guys doing here? Where like, to see you, Chris. <laughs> uh, oh, why did you leave before my set? Oh, well, I, I saw you. I gotta go. You now. Gotta go. You now. What's the problem? But he was great, and room was packed. It was a Jeremy Burke show. Oh yeah, yeah. What's that one? Refried Fridays. It's not Refried Fridays. Laugh Village. Laugh Loud Village. Village. Loud Village. Loud Village. But the room was packed. The show was great, and it was super, super fun. So now I feel like I want to do more drop-ins at the Improv. Well, yeah, it's a, it, they're doing a lot of good stuff there. The guys there have been really making an effort to have different types of shows and giving people that, nights to do whatever they want. Yeah, like, I you, mean, like Allie and George are doing their podcast there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really great room to go to and then it kind of went through this period where it wasn't uh, like it, it kind of fallen into I didn't really 2000 know what and what like I think 8 2003 to 2004 like 2002 2003 2004 it was really cool they basically would do they would basically just theme comics like theme mm. so like the early show on the weekends would be like more road comics and the late shows would be alternative comics yeah. and so more alternative comics and so it I don't know. It just like felt like a, there was a reason to hang out there, like clubs. All your friends were there. And yeah. Like no, I did a show there recently. It was Brendan Small uh, had a night, and he had a band with him, like really talented guys. And you know, people, he was doing songs with them. And then like I went up and like did you know bits with all the different you know members of the band, and then like did a song at the end of it. It was a, it was a lot of fun. That's he awesome. did Captain Mustache. Cool. <laughs> That's fantastic. We're gonna we're, we should do more shows at the Improv. I mean, only of course when the Nerd Melt showroom is sold out. Of course, you know, then is. you want to go over. Well, there. I mean, so Wednesday nights, right? <laughs> we're all free. God damn it. <laughs> um, oh, I saw uh, a documentary. Okay, uh, yeah, you did. Good old Frida. Anyone watch that yet? Oh, you know, it's popping up and it's uh, telling me to watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No. It's, it's about the Beatles' uh, secretary. <gasps> She's like the one person that like never. Decided to make money off of her association with the Beatles. Uh, she's still a secretary, uh, but it's just about it's just all about her and just how she was a fan, seeing him in the uh, what was it that place, the cavern. cavern? Yeah, she would just see him all the time, and then like, uh, and then um, you know the the, the fifth Beatle, Pete Best. <clears throat> nope, Stu Sutcliffe. Nope, Brian George, Epstein. Yes, George, George Martin. Uh, Epstein. 
Sorry. Brian Epstein, their Epstein. manager, yes. Um, yeah, he was, uh, he was like, he's like, hey, we need a, like, a secretary for the office. Would you want to do it? She's like, sure. And so it's like the whole story of her and going through like the years of the Beatles. That's and cool. How the work just – she for the fan club, she didn't really think about it when she put down the address for the fan club mail. So she put her home address. Oh no! And, her, and like, and like, it was like the first week. Like, they got like you know, like forty pieces of mail, and her dad freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it gets like he died under a pile yeah, of mail. Yeah. Like, he's, he's still there, and he was a bit, he was a bit right to be concerned because like he's like, I can't, I don't know where the bills are amongst all this other mail. Also, people probably just showed up. Uh, no, they didn't have any stories of that happening. No, well, also, I watch it then. if you yeah. can't find the bills in that in 1964, you can't pay the bills. Yeah, you, oh, can't, yeah. you can't go on your. <laughs> you couldn't just go online. Yeah. No, couldn't do it. Couldn't they had modems. No, couldn't modems. do that either. Uh, this funny. I just on, on on our obscure media. I just found this <laughs> this three and a half minute documentary from the 70s. Well, not documentary. It's more like a, a news piece about the dangers of platform shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going around to all these British people. It was just like. Well, personally, I don't think they're safe at all. You know, it's like it's the, has Lauren well, seen these? They're fashionable, aren't they? They just they're fashionable. You know, I'm gonna show it to Chloe because she loves wearing giant. She likes to pretend that she's taller than I am, and and if she were, I'd be fine with that. By but the she's way, not alarmingly not taller than Chris. Yeah, she's like she's an inch shorter. Is she? Like when yes. I saw her going through security, like I don't know where the fuck we were, but yeah. I was like, she's like five, what happened? She's like five nine. Wow. But her man. heels would make you think, lead you to believe that she's like six feet tall. I don't like heels. I don't even. Well, think you don't she's have to wear them. No, I know, but I don't like seeing a girl, and I just feel bad. Oh my god, it was. So... She can't walk in flat. She cannot walk in flat shoes very well. We, she's was... so used to heels, she cannot. I was. Well, that's I... gonna like cause problems later in life, isn't it? Oh yeah, I was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's, that's the oh yeah of like. Uh... Oh, I've had the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was spine problems, internal organ problems, yeah, yeah. foot problems. <laughs> I was in. Uh, I was in Pasadena over the weekend at uh, at uh, the. Him- Have you ever been to the Himalayan restaurant in Pasadena? No, it's like off Colorado Boulevard. Uh, Everything is off Colorado Boulevard. Yeah, good point. It was on Fair Oaks. Local jokes, uh, local work, <laughs> but. Uh, 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 Allie Ward and I were there, and I looked out the win- out, out the window, and there were seven girls that might have been twenty to twenty five years old, all in stilettos, but in jeans and like looking incredibly uncomfortable, all going into Wakano. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's funny. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. And then there was one that was in flats. Who was like way more comfortable and in the lead and like just like the she leader? Was not the having group. it. She, she was, was like, I don't want to. They're like, having a night. They look so. Night out and I just don't understand it. Like I don't know how. I, I don't know how people walk in those. I, I don't, don't get we it. Don't, we don't have to. You don't have to. I don't get it. I get uncomfortable when I put like a heel on, like a boot. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Unless it's like a Cole Han, which makes a should, nice sole. I think we should bring back the Captain Fantastic platform shoes. They look like you know, just regular shoes, but then like you know. Giant platforms. What you you probably don't need that, Jonah. No, 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 no. Well, if there's some kind of shoe that can drive itself into the earth more so, yeah, yeah, so I can just be shorter wherever I go. Would you do you want to be shorter, though? I want to be two inches shorter. <laughs> That's not, I'm not asking for much. <laughs> I just, like, you know, since, uh, since I started, like, you know, working out and, and trying to get in shape, like, I stand up a bit straighter now, and now I've realized that I hit my head on most doorways. And uh, you're going to Japan. Japan, where it's going to be real uh, obvious. Robert Downey Jr. He had the uh, this you know the company that makes lifts for your shoes. He wears a three inch lift when he's doing. It's Tony Stark. Really? Yeah. yeah. 
three inch lift in the shoe. It's the biggest lift they make. Wow, how tall you can is order he? it on Amazon? I think he's five eight, five nine. Really? Yeah. So he's got to be at least six feet tall to be uh, to be Tony Stark. Well, he doesn't have to, but that's what he likes to do. Because I mean, when you're standing around like Mark Ruffalo and like you know other people in that movie are tall, and Chris you're just Evans. staring at them because they're so yeah, tiny. you're like, oh my god, that's that's Tim Hiddleston. Tom, Tom, Tom Hiddleston. Tom, Tom. Who's Tim? Tim Hiddleston. <laughs> there Tim, you go. Tim Hiddleston is Tom Hiddleston. Tim Hiddleston, monstrous adopted brother, is uh, yeah. I don't know. I've only seen the one movie with him in it, Which, Avengers. The the one movie I've never like seen. One of the biggest. I haven't movies. seen the Thor's. He's great. Hiddleston's I great. He's the best the, part of the uh, Thor's. He he really is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the Thor's. I haven't seen the Captain America. There's two of those now. One of those. Yeah, there's Captain North America and Captain South America. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Captain Central America. It's just a short film. What else haven't I seen? <laughs> it got rid of all of its special skills to focus on education. <laughs> Are there other Marvel movies I haven't seen? That was a seen? good sociopolitical joke that yeah. sailed by everyone. <laughs> Costa Rica got rid of its military budget to focus on education. Really? Yeah. How'd it work out? They're, they're educated people. I guess it worked out pretty well. That's pretty good. Did it? I don't know. Exactly. I, I've been there. It's nice. Okay. You should go. I can't. Why? I have to stay here. Aww. What if another Thor comes out? <laughs> you won't see it. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be totally fine. When are you going to go to Japan? I don't know. We're looking. We're trying to think of uh, maybe do like early April. Nice. So that's when uh, Dee's done working on Cosmos, mm-hmm. and uh, and then she's yeah. working on the Neil deGrasse Tyson Cosmos program. Has been for a while. Yeah. She's never mentioned this to me. She plays Planet Saturn. Yeah. So she puts on a like a she's ring. Just this big. Like, you know, she goes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I have yeah. so many moves. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So she. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's Joan, of course, out. is a gas giant. Come on, <laughs> ask the wife. It's true. Ask the wife. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, it can't help from fun. I'm not solid matter. Yeah. Space jokes. Yeah. Spacey yeah. space, space sure jokes. I think that'll be really great. I'm jealous. I'm so... I really, Are you, though? Really, really, I want to go to Japan. Oh. I want to go to Japan. I want to go to Reykjavik. I, I thought you were jealous. You know what? We've been talking about Cosmos. going to Reykjavik. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, there's a friend of ours, uh, Sam and Aaron. They went to, uh, they went to Iceland, and there's this uh, sp- like, sp- like hot springs. Sputnik. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you can go to, and it's just... Uh, we looked at pictures. It's a whole spa place that's around these hot springs, and it's just turquoise blue water surrounded by ice that you just get oh, in and just like yeah, chill yeah, yeah. out I've in. seen that I've seen that yeah it looks incredible and it's apparently not that expensive we um, I, Chloe and a bunch of her friends went to uh, this Korean spa a couple weeks ago called We Spa oh, oh yeah, spa. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Emily We're loves familiar. that place Emily yeah. loves it Pete Holmes is a big fan he is a big fan yeah this is surprising to me I went and it was awesome. Like there's a floor where you just sort of chill out in your in your wee spa suit, which are like shorts and a t shirt, and then you can just go, get me a terry roll, cloth. You can roll around in hot rocks and stuff, and it's and the yeah. food's really good. Powder blue um, terry cloth. But there's so much dong in the men's room. Like just dudes, just fucking donging it out, donging it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just like every kind of person naked. Yeah. yeah. Old men, kids, people, just so comfortable with just be and, and I, I, I don't. Have you not been in a sauna? I mean, that's pretty much what it's like in a sauna. Yeah, but I don't, I don't fucking. Or a Russian bath. I don't, I don't take it bath. out. I don't take it out. It's Russian bath too. But isn't it the Turkish bath? Yeah, it is a Turkish bath. There's know. probably some Russian ones too. I'm sure there is. There's one on fucking uh, well, Santa I mean, Monica Boulevard. Now listen, James Bond has a fight in one in a Russian bath. So you're right. Okay, you're right, Joe. 
I just want you to know that. You're not wrong. Sorry we shut you down. I just said there's also probably. I was on your side. To be fair, Joni, your tone was entirely informational. I just don't feel comfortable in the in the with just the widespread nudity. Yeah, but everybody's dicks out. Then what do you got to be uncomfortable about? I don't. It's not that I'm uncomfortable. It it is that I'm uncomfortable. I don't know. I just feel weird about it. It I don't. I don't dig it. I don't care. I don't dig it either. Whatever. I'm gross. Look at me if you want. It's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't I matter. To, I just don't want to get everybody hard, you know? Looking at this body. Yeah. Are you being me or are you being you? I'm being, <laughs> I'm being some fictional guy. You know, you know how embarrassed I'll be if I'm walking in the locker room naked and some guy just walks by and goes, points. Like, I'll be so, <laughs> I'll be so no embarrassed. No one in there yeah. has seen At Midnight, yeah. I guarantee you. Uh, you know, I always worry about, like, walking around naked in one of those places and the guy goes, it is in the back. <laughs> <laughs> How would you, why would you even, <laughs> Andy <Scott> Kindler, <laughs> why would you? Your dick is in the back. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I just, I just, uh, I don't know. There's a certain type of dude who's just, like, grew up in, I don't know, I, when I was in grade school, it was not really a thing to like gym class was not you know like there was not a lot of nudity in the. Well, I, we were on a Boy Scout trip in Gettysburg. Uh, Virginia. Are you about to reveal something really crazy? Well, <laughs> it could have been had I decided. Like it was just like we had to like we were at the Y and we had to shower at the Y because we were staying on a campground. Four and seven dogs. So we all had to shower on the Y at the Y, and then like. I was just like the conceptually, I was so confused by the fact that the adult males were just going for it, like they were just naked around all the kids, around all the kids. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, that's I weird. was like, this is crazy. And then my dad was one of the scout leaders, and then he's like, well, everybody else is dead. He's like, I was in the army, I don't care. So then he goes ahead, drops trow, and then I go, well, if you, I'm gonna go because I have no desire to see your weird penis. I assume it's weird. I never got okay, to see it. Okay, good. Okay, good. You ever saw your dad's dick? I avoided that. Oh, Why yeah. would I want to see that? No, it's not that you want it. It's just that you end up doing it as you're growing up. I didn't. You never saw your dad's dick. in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, that wasn't necessary. That wasn't necessary. I don't know why I said that. Was that was completely Nessa. No. Don't tell me. No, it was not Nessa. It was Nessa. No, no, no. I didn't. To be fair, it could have been in your butt. I don't know why I'm making these shows. You can turn around that much. Seriously, <laughs> that is genuinely Stonewall with that dad putting the dick in your mouth. Joe, Who's fucking General Stonewall over here. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like what you insinuated. I didn't like the image. Yeah, but if you just take you out of the equation, no sir. Sure, it's like my it. dad with a dick in someone else's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> There's no part of the equation I like. It's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, the Joker likes it. Listen, listen to Kyle. <laughs> you did a Joker cackle there a second ago. Yeah. You're supposed to stop laughing <laughs> that and was say... Jo- that was a Joker's uh, like, like underling. <laughs> you got him, boss. The Batman. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're anyway, so, please, no, it was... Uh, continue, my story was, your story. was uh, I thought it was a crazy situation. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even remember how... I might have been 12, 13. This is like 96, 95. And I avoided the whole thing, and I just was like, "I gotta." I, gotta, I don't blame you. I gotta not be. Over Last here. time I was in a, a like a you know locker room shower, I was probably five years old, and I slipped on some soap and just went right back. 
and knocked my head on the floor. On the f- oh, God. Uh, and I, my head, the back of my head is like fucked up now because of it. It's That's like if you feel it, it's you just really? like... really? Is it really? Yeah, you want to feel it? It's, there's, yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> I do. Oh, my God. Jonah, that's not good. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's from falling when you were five? Yeah. Just crack. Do you, Qu- think, ow. Yeah. Do you think that's from falling when you were five, or is it like... Being dropped. Just like a thing that happened before you were five, and you just associated the, the two incidents? Uh, don't remember it being there. Ex- well, you never felt... You never would have felt the back of your head like that. You don't touch your body? Well, I do, obviously, in the privacy of my own home. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I just like... I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Eh, if you ever shave your head, are you gonna? Is there gonna be like? A no, it doesn't. Like it, it, the skin goes over it. Oh, okay. Like the one time I shaved my head, like it just, it doesn't. You can't see it. We all. Made when that. did you shave we your head? I was still in high school. You shaved your head? I did it once. Yeah, I'll never do it again. Really? How come? Divots. <laughs> I look like <laughs> is, a fucking. Is your, is your head a pigeon putt? I go from uh, being, you know, reasonably uh, normal looking to sh- if you sh- if I shave Which, my head. Uh, what are we talking about here? Face, just uh, my face. Okay, I don't. <laughs> that's why you know I don't shave my head because I'm a big guy and like a, you just immediately. Well, Kyle probably attests. It's like you shave your head or well, you're a big you, guy. And you're just like, oh look at this bruiser. If you yeah. why I don't wear me. boots. Like oh. it's like here's my thing that's weirding me out. Like I feel like <laughs> as I lose the weight, my head's staying the same size. Like I feel like my head is fucking enormous, and it's terrifying. That's funny. Uh, Asterios Kokonos was just saying that he's like I've lost. Uh, like he's like I've lost so much weight. And it's the only thing that is revealed is that I have a fat face. <laughs> but your your face doesn't look as round to me. My face is not. I mean, it's not as round, but I feel like my head's hey, fucking so you, huge. You just have a head. I just it's huge. Head. It's still a size eight. I still have a fucking size eight, which is the biggest fitted hat you can get. It's like an orange on a toothpick. I don't think. I think it'll probably. I think it'll all even out. It doesn't look Once that way. Once you go to through me. puberty, guys, you know, seriously, I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> For a bigger dick. <laughs> In your mouth? Oh, that gets bigger, too, when you lose weight. That's the fun Yeah, 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 yeah. No one tells you that. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah it gets yeah, bigger. Yeah. When you lose weight, it just starts to uh, seem bigger. Yeah, it's like, whoa, hey, yeah, yeah. buddy. In, but it's all just like, because of or, the... or like, does some of the weight just like leak no, into it? No, it's perspective. It, it's perspective. I mean, obviously, it's like, I mean, I always describe it as like, you know, if you shove a pole in the ground and start filling dirt around it, of oh, course, yeah. the pole's going to look smaller. So it's, it's like the same amount of tonnage, but just a different... Uh, yeah. Yeah. I can get deeper. So in it, your dad, <laughs> not I mine. You'd have oh, to have a shovel. That was the, real, that was the weirdest kind. I of can bail. make those jokes. He's my dad, and I can make dead dad jokes if I want. First of all, if I were to exhume your father, I would use a backhoe. Yeah. Oh my god! And he's the guy that would know how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, has anyone started watching Helix yet? No, no. I, I, I want to see Helix. I want to see. Uh, I haven't watched True Detective yet. I, I, they sent that to me on the DVD. On the DVD? On the DVD. I started yeah. watching True Detective. Digital versatile yeah. disc. Yes. And also, a friend of mine has a copy of uh, Alpha Papa, the uh, Alan Partridge movie. Oh, nice. And apparently it's just nonstop one of the funniest movies ever. God damn it. When does that come out? In America, I think it comes out like in the summer. Oh, there's no release date yet. But it's out in England. No so I think yet. you can get a, if you have the all-region player. And the, uh, and the, the, the other thing I'm looking forward to is uh, Long Way Down, the Nick Hornby book they've turned into a movie. Aaron Paul's in it. Pierce Brosnan's in oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's done. The movie's done. I think it's coming out in England. There's no release date here that yet. That yeah. boing you heard was Kyle getting a boner. I love Nick Hornby. I know. I just saw your Oh, I love Nick Hornby, too. Oh. It looks so good. That book's all right. 
That book is an exercise in him going like, look at how many narrative structures I can write in one book. He does. He, that's his thing. Which thing so is that Ben with, Folds, the Cornby collaboration collabo? It's good. It's yeah. good. But the thing with Nick Hornby, his little trick is he did this thing where like he wrote Fever Pitch, which is his own narrative. It's his memoir. Then he writes uh, High Fidelity, which is my favorite book and my favorite movie, uh, which is great. It's all from Rob's point of view. No problem. Top five Nick Hornby movies. <laughs> you could do that if you yeah. wanted to. I like the Colin Firth Fever Pitch. Mm-hmm. The Jimmy Fallon one is... Uh, I Number two? Even, I can't even get down. Oh, okay. okay. I can't even get down far enough. But the... Um, Jimmy Fallon, the TV show host? Yeah, yeah TV he, show host. Andrew Barrymore did a Fever Pitch movie called Fever Pitch. Yep. He was an actor? <laughs> the actor? I suppose Jane Wyman was the gold star. I suppose Jane Wyman was his announcer. Uh, but yeah, and then he does this thing in... Uh, in uh, about a boy, which is uh, which is now turned into a TV show on NBC, which was a good movie with Hugh Grant, not Hugh Jackman, uh, and, uh, where he does the narrative of a twelve-year-old and the narrative of uh, the Hugh Hugh Grant character. Then what he does is uh, How to Be Good, which is about a couple uh, that's going through some shit, and then he does a couple narratives there. But then in a long way down, it's four different people from four different walks of life and it's each you know every chapter flips who's telling the story oh so oh it's he, one of those he's like he likes to sort of go like look i can write like a, i'm a 16 year old girl oh. and then he did this thing he did slammed which is a uh, young adult novel which is why you can't find it if you look in the regular nick hornby section uh where he uh, does the whole thing as a as like a thirteen year old thirteen year old kid something like that. There, but anyway, he does that a lot. That's yeah. what he likes to. You're do. listening you know to what? Nickheads, the Nick Holmby yeah. podcast. Jared Grody, all who's about a Nick great comic and writer in Los Angeles. He wrote this thing called uh, I think it was Sarah Ching's blog. Yeah, where he it's from the point of view of a sixteen year old Asian girl. Yeah, and it's at first it's like really cutesy and just all these you know things uh, she's posting about stuff. And then slowly she like talk, starts talking about how her friends are getting into some weird stuff. And, and then it becomes this really intense, dark story about like her friends getting her involved in this kind of drug situation. And one of the friends of it. It's just a, this incredible thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jared Grody's a fucking great writer. Yeah. He's really yeah, funny. Is. I used to love watching him do stand-up, but he just doesn't really do it anymore. No, no. I just, he's so funny. People who buy Britney Spears albums are basically saying money is too heavy to have a lot of. <laughs> 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 that was this one. It was a uh, Cat- Cadillac, dinosaurs in the tank and behind the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, I just got, I just got my mama Cadillac. Oh yeah, I saw her driving out. She's yeah, so she's a dinosaur. Oh, What'd you get her? You're gonna try to have sex with her the way Matt's gonna have sex with my deceased father. Whoa, whoa, whoa! If we're picking, oh, I see a parent for each sister wife. If we're picking, I'll take your mom. Oh, uh, okay. All right. You take that, bro? <laughs> I'm not gonna take it. <laughs> uh, he called shotgun. Yep. What uh, what'd you get her? Okay, the SRX. The SRX. That's the great. That's great. She loves it. It's a good car. It's all right. That's the way to go. What color? She likes white. I do not particularly like white on a car, but she loved this like pearly I like white, white on a car. I like white on a car. Yeah, it's a good. It's good. It's clean. It's, it's clean nice. Looking. It's nice and clean. Yeah, it's the in color right now for cars. Yeah, I, what it was, kind of car are you gonna buy your mom? Oh, I don't know. One that works probably. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Oh, speaking of cars, I just got a title in the mail. I Congratulations on owning the Honda. Yeah. Yeah. 
five yeah. years. You know what it's time to do? Get into some more debt. Come on, yeah, man. Yeah. It is a weird feeling, though, that just that, that monthly... It's gone. Bill, just gone. Now I own the thing. Yeah. Now I'm waiting for it to break. I'm waiting for it to just start falling apart. Well, it's a Honda, so it'll be fine. You gonna, <laughs> you gonna hang on to it? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... It, I always the, think about you... Uh, when I think about you know how I always like to get a new car every couple of years or whatever, mm-hmm. which is completely unnecessary, and I shouldn't probably do that. But then I always think about you with the Honda, and I go, I bet Jonah's just going to drive that Honda. He's fucking fine. It's a great car. It's fine. A great, great car. It's I love really it. Car. It runs well. It it fits me. Um, He's happy. I enjoy it. I'm Why good. can't we be happy like Jonah? <laughs> I, I you know I I am I am mostly happy. It's just when it comes to cars, it's just fun to have a. Yeah, it's just fun right? to drive a new car every couple of years. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, like you know, I'll, I'll see uh, like a Volkswagen or something like that. Uh, and Aim high. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. To me, that is high. Chris. Uh, <laughs> thanks for uh, making me feel like a poor piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> You poor piece of shit! Yeah. I just bought my mother a Cadillac. Yeah. I was, I was trying to be like you know something fancy like a BMW. Hey, you know the oh. lease is up my uh, on my one hundred and seventeen thousand yeah. dollar base price Jaguar. Yeah. Nice Sears suit, you piece of shit. <laughs> It's like you when John Hamm made fun of my jacket. Uh, do you have any fucking, you know how many suits I got uh, in my trunk of my jacket? Not that many. It's a small trunk. When, when John Hamm made fun of his jacket. That's exactly the same feeling just, I just had. It broke him inside a little bit. It broke him inside. Oh, the worst right. was like he says it out loud to everybody. And then Jonah's go to, horrible jacket. Go to commercial and he's like, I have like the same looking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> to you one on one. Yeah. You totally threw you under the bus. That was yeah. a. Right under the ham bus. Yeah. Ham bus. That was a good episode. That was fun. The Nerdist TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't referring to this. I wasn't so quickly judging this. <laughs> the um, BMW's got a cool hybrid coming out, the i8. Well, you know what I'm waiting for is the Volvo Coupe that they have done the concepts of that mm-hmm. is traveling around the auto shows right now. I really yep. like a Volvo. Yeah. Audi's too douchey. Sorry. You have- Audis are not douchey. I mean, fuck yes, they are. So is your Jaguar. No, it's not. It's at the... <laughs> Come on. on the, it's Come fringe on. douche. It's fringe douche. Back. It's fringe douche. Come on. It's fringe. It's fucking fringe. It's, the Audis are not. The Audis are really nice. The cars. Audi. Here's the here's here, the Audi. I find the Audi, the BMW. I'm sorry. I I think douchey is like, I think douchey is Escalades when you're and get, Rolls Royces. It's when you're when you're getting into like Bentleys or like you know. Oh well, you're in a different socioeconomic class. Than like the rest a Vanquish, of us. I think is kind of a douchey car. It's a gorgeous. The, well, the, it's a fine car to have if you have. It's not your main daily driver. You don't want to. Right. You don't want to run around with a Vanquish. But if the car works, the car I mean, works. if you drive it, if Do you, you drive it, I feel like if you drive no. it, if you drive an R8, that might be kind of douchey. You see, I disagree. It's a. I think it's. A cool I disagree. Car, I find the S4, the S5, and the S7. Those are the douchey ones. Because those are the fucking people who try to be like, oh, you know, I can't really afford... You know which one I hate? The SS. I can't really afford... Oh, <laughs> oh, the, they're uh, the worst kind the of Germans. Worst. <laughs> the worst. Um. <laughs> no? Is that the sound of a car? <laughs> no, but it's like... It's the sound of a new Volkswagen, yeah, see? It's coming! It's coming around the thing! I'm not going to get a new car. The car's working great. Get a GTI. I'm not going to get anything. All right. The Fine. fit is a go, friend. Go for a rabbit or no. uh, They don't make... The Volkswagen Rabbit actually has a place to stimulate the clitoris and the vagina. And the... <laughs> yes. Come on, Just guys. like the rabbit. Yeah. Wow. But, uh, Wait for you to pull out your Hitachi material. 
<laughs> Wang Computers, really? Hey, Lowell, Massachusetts, own Wang Computers. I, I've been desperately trying to find a Wang Computer shirt. They started in Wang. We have one at the funeral home that still has all old funeral home records on it. An old Wang that they spent $17,000 on in like Gross. 1980s. Old Wang? <laughs> well, it's a funeral There's home. There's an old Wang in the funeral <laughs> home. Uh, yeah, downstairs. In the, uh, where the caskets are, where the overflow is. Oh, overflow? We got caskets, caskets coming out of yeah. our ears. It's where the showroom is, and then, you know, we keep a little extra, just in case. Just in case. Just it's in case a... of a bus accident. Okay, sure. Yeah, of course. I don't, I don't know why we'd get all the funerals from the same bus accident. It's in case there's a tense scene in a horror movie where a kid has to hide in one of the caskets. <laughs> and a killer is yeah. trying to search through all of them. No, nope. nope, not in here. Get out of here. Oh, well, I guess yeah. I'll leave. There was only one left. Why didn't we have overflow? <laughs> <laughs> we heard that noise and then left. Uh, yeah, the uh, I, I don't know. I, I liked the I liked the S five when I had. I thought it was pretty pretty cool. It's okay. Pretty snazzy. But there's a, there's like it's like I associate it with like um, you know bankers like a banker's car. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know what's next. I know you got a big decision to Tesla. make. I like the Teslas, but, but what's happening? Know. Tom drives one, and, and Chelsea drives one. drives one, and Al drives one. Yes, very successful, well-off people. I don't mind that other people that also care about the environment. Hang on, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't like that. I wouldn't care for that. You don't think so? The only guy I know that drives a Volvo. Well, me and Joe Farrell. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't uh, haven't decided yet. What are you thinking, Maserati? I no, looked. I, I looked like at the it. Gran Turismo. Looked yeah. at the Gran Turismo. The problem with the problem with the uh, the Maserati. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Harwick will now relate to no one. <laughs> Doctors know what I'm talking about. Yeah. As I listen to this podcast on my gold iPod, I... <laughs> like relate to the diamond-crusted earbuds of one Christopher H.Q. Hardwick. <laughs> Finally, a podcast that speaks to me, a billionaire. The intro was just money falling on the ground. As I, as I sat weeping in my Fisker. <laughs> Come on, guys. You know what? I, you know, I've had periods where I was completely broke. Well, I happen to be working it, a lot. Baby. Now it's fun do to it, get do snazzy it. cars. Flaunt it. It's, it's great. You know, and, it's great. And you know, the thing is, I think I have a good, healthy attitude about snazzy things, which is it doesn't really... You know, like if Chloe's like, oh, I bumped your door on the thing. I'm like, I don't give a shit. It's a fucking car. Like, yeah, it's a thing. Exactly. I don't care. It's a thing. I'm the same way. How um, long does it take you... After that happens and she tells you to you say that. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like a refractory period. Yeah. <gasps> it's just a thing. It's not a thing. It's just a car. Process, 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 process. I can't breathe. It's, it's just a car. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it slide because you were born in the late 80s. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Not so bad. Hey, you know what I found out I've today? I've talked to humans born in the late 90s recently. Yeah. yeah. And I found out today, uh, Generation X is 61 to 81. Yep. We missed it, buddy. Yeah. We both missed it. Yeah. We went, no, no, no. Millennials, 83 to now. So you're in the middle So there. there's no Y? There's no Generation Y? Apparently, there's no Generation Y. If there was one, it would, I guess, be 1982, which is the year I was born. Jonah, your Generation Y not. Yeah, yeah. generation. Isn't that weird though? You look up the generation like for millennials and Generation X because they like apparently that's what they're just they're the Generation Y or whatever it was. So the baby be. boomers, <clears throat> but Gen Y X. turned into millennial. Yes, yeah. now it's like they, now they're just saying, "Oh, that's millennial." Now they're but I tend to feel back. like I'm an old soul guy, so I really feel like a baby. Boomer. Well, I think there should be like you know if you were oh, in soul. like already past puberty and then the internet came out. 
I feel like a millennial is not born in 81 because that would make a millennial 33. 83. So that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah, no, 83. They're saying I'm a millennial. Yeah, because you're born away. 83. You're not a millennial. I don't think so. Yeah. Kyle's. You're, you're a closer to millennial. You were born yeah. after Back to the Future. You're a millennial. Yeah. You might be a millennial. If you, you were born don't remember not having the internet. If you were only alive during the last two Back to the Futures. <sighs> if you looked up to Save by the Bell, you, you might, might be, be a millennial. millennial. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I missed the Save by the Bell thing. I didn't give a shit about it. I never watched it. It's not true, because I did. You did? I watched it. I, never I would say millennials. It. it was on when we were children. Millennials are 86 and later. It was I totally missed it. Slew your shorts? You Slew your shorts I watched. Same fucking thing. <laughs> Same time. Slew your shorts better. Sure. Yeah. yeah. All right, good. Sure. Cool. But it was like, uh, it was like 88 but like or I didn't 7 watch is it. when. I didn't watch it because I just yeah. didn't like. He... What? 89? Miss Bliss. 89. Yeah. Miss Bliss, what the fuck is that? That was the that was what it was called before when it was uh, uh, Haley Mills was the uh, main person of the show. Oh my god, that's terrible! Yeah. What did she die of? <laughs> oh no! Yeah, that's that's funny. That that's how um, that's how head of the class head of the class started. Now, now this is the difference between millennials and... I remember Head of the Class. So Head of the Class started the class. as a sitcom that was supposed to revolve around Howard H-H. Hessman. And then it became more about the kids. And then yeah. he was like, well, fuck it. I'm leaving. And yep. then Billy, Billy Connolly, Connolly came over. in. Everybody. That's right. And then, you know, Dan Schneider, Brian Robbins. <clears throat> Dan Schneider, of course, who created iCarly and all of the surrounding shows, all that. All those. Brian Robbins, who... Was very handsome. And I got his autograph once. Started, World uh, of Wheels. Awesomeness TV. It was Brian Robbins' company, the YouTube channel, Awesomeness TV. And then made a bunch of... Made a bunch of those movies. He did. Brian Robbins produced. Um, what was the Keanu Reeves movie with the 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 kids playing baseball? Oh, hardball. Yeah, hardball. That was a that was a Tol- that was a Tolan Robbins movie. You want to see Forty Seven Roaded? No, <clears> I want to see. It looks things. Fun. I want to see it too. Looks fun. You want to yeah. see it? Not yeah. a lot of people want to see it. Yeah, I'll see it. Yeah, I'll watch that. Very fun. Dragon. Arc light and see Fucking it. lady turns into a dragon. I'm all all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. I'll go. I mean, it looks like a Keanu Reeves fighting and some Japanese being spoken, and why not? Yeah. Why not? It's everything we loved about The Matrix. Oh, did you guys see... Uh, Without being the last two Matrix You're next movies. yet? No, no, you love that movie. God, I'm just thinking about it all the time. It's great. Oh, I was thinking in my head, I was thinking he had said that. You saw it on a plane? Yeah, no, I watched it when I was uh, at, I was at the a hotel. hotel. It was sick, That's yeah. What it was. That's what it was. Yeah, it was great. You're next. Yeah. Next. Yeah, because I, I, I thought the I thought the campaign around it sort of made it look like oh it's one of those movies, but you said it's actually really good. Yeah, it's it's very it's uh, very smart, very aware of itself. Uh, you know, um, just like you. Mm, mm. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's great. I liked it a lot. I was very surprised by it. And it's uh, I think it's 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 one of those movies. It's kind of it's like a Cabin in the Woods where you can't talk about it too much without ruining it for ruining anybody. it. Yeah, you know what I uh, have been rewatching and enjoying Fraser? No. Yeah, well, don't. Why yes. would you open that? Hang on. <laughs> yes, but also, Sequest. <laughs> oh yeah, Sequest is on the Netflix right now. Three seasons worth, but it's really nice to see Roy Scheider. I miss that guy a lot. And a talking dolphin, Darwin. Mm-hmm. The dolphin didn't talk. I mean, it was but the computer program. The computer that program. Brandis designs. Yes. The, that the Wesley Crusher of Sequest. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, you know what I did uh, on um, for my DVR? I just made it uh, record uh, all Simpsons reruns. 
And so now, like, I always have, like, five old Simpsons episodes to watch. I don't mean to hipster you, but I did that for years. Mm-hmm. Like, since I could get a TiVo. So, yeah. I think I'm a little ahead of you. This is my first DVR I've been able to afford. On that one. <laughs> God damn it. It's <laughs> nice to have money, okay? It's nice. No, I'm sure. I didn't know what that that When Chris was driving his Audi to his house in the hills, he was always thinking, I'll just watch some Simpsons. Yes. It's going to be great. But uh, it was uh, guys. The fans want me to have nice things. I'm trying to think of the douchiest thing I <laughs> yeah, could say. The fans, <laughs> the fans want me to have nice the fans. things. Yeah. I, I hear people say. I hear people. It's funny. Up the girls. The fans say the fans, we should hook up. Yeah, listen. It, fans that works, are guys. way in support of If it's what the fans desire, I let the fans. Out. It's funny. I, I I hear I hear a lot of people now use the word the, the, like. Well, the fans want dot dot dot. You're not. I mean, is that appropriate? Yeah. Wait. 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 What what what? Uh, but like, are you talking about like someone like me going like, well, the fans really wanted me to. The fans wanted that that that. Well, is that what you're saying? Or are you saying if I tweeted at you, I'm a fan of you, Chris? And I no, go, no 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 that not hey, that. The fans want you to fuck. It's, it's hearing people use the fans <laughs> a so they can hear themselves say the fans and b so they can so they can do things that what they really want to do and then put it off on this mythical mass of people called the fans. Yeah. I don't get it. Or maybe well, because everyone's, everyone's famous on the York. internet. So it's, is everyone famous because of the internet? A lot of people are. Well, the, they perceive themselves as famous and they act like it. There was a thing I noticed when I was working at uh, this place um, in Venice Beach, where like you know a lot of like people who kind of run businesses or probably run like their office or some of that drive they, outies that time. They, <laughs> they come in, they come in, and like they have that attitude of like yeah. it's just like. People pay attention to me. People know me. People listen to what I say. So now you're going to have to do the same thing. Right. And it's, I think that's kind of the thing that happens a lot with people who perceives, perceive themselves as famous. Well, the problem is go. that... It's like, hey, wait, wait, are you talking to me? It's very easy to drink your own Kool-Aid with the internet because you're surrounding yourself with things that you want to see and people Water who and are giving sugar. you attention. And, yeah. and so it's very easy to be like, oh, I must be blah, blah, blah. But then you realize, like, man, no one really gives a shit. You know, like, most people don't, most people don't really give a shit. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. I mean, I, I you know. <clears throat> the, we give a shit, Chris! Yay! Oh, I don't. Matt doesn't. Oh, boy. <laughs> Here we go. But um, I remember, what was your, what was your, this is sort of going back to the, this is going back to the, the money thing. What was your brokest moment when you were yeah. like, I am really broke? <laughs> Fuck. I'm, there's been a ton um, I uh, shit. I don't know. Just scrounging around. I was living in Hollywood. Uh, I got fired from one. I can't. I'm trying to remember, but it was like it was just like going through my couch for change so I could eat that day. Yeah. Uh, at El Pollo Loco, because like it's like they have the 99 cent menu, mm-hmm. and it was just like you know just quarter was like a huge deal. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that was probably it. And then I remember, I, it was so dumb. I was, you know, I was like twenty, and I, uh, I got like this like debt thing, this like IRS saying you owe like you know, seven hundred dollars, and that like blew me away. I was like, fuck, I this is, and I went to the bank asking for a loan for seven hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, and then I tried, then I tried to like cash a check for like you know fifty bucks, and they're like, oh, we won't be able to. Ca- this will just go to your debt. And I was like, oh. Oh, okay, and then I just went across the street 
to the other bank and start in a new account <laughs> as to not have to deal with the debt at that oh, bank. That's wow. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably the most destitute. Oh man. That's amazing. Wow. That's, that's amazing. I, I remember when after this was in the Peter Hardwick years um, of just like moving back to <laughs> moving back to Westwood and being 30 and moving back to Westwood. <clears throat> yeah. That, that was right. It was right around then. Oh, it was just a moment, huh? Small little, <laughs> Small That's what I got in. Cheap apartment. And um, there, there were days, there was a place that's still in Westwood too called Headlines. And it's like this, it's like this grill, like a burger grill. And just being so excited that, um, you know, that it, like they had this burger special that was like, you know, $3.24. And just feeling like, oh man, I can totally afford that today. Yay, yeah. <laughs> but somehow always managing, oh no, it's not that I managed to scrounge money for beers. It's my, my friends ran the bars. And so, oh you know, yeah. I get, uh, I would just get I the used beers. to like at the when I worked at Apple when I was there part time. I was living in Pasadena when I first moved out here, and I was working at Apple part time. So every two weeks, my check would be like five hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, and I'd have to pay rent, pay my car, pay whatever the fuck you know other bullshit like electricity and stuff. And I would always end up for lunch. What I would get at the Apple store was at Bob's Donuts. They had the cinnamon roll, which was like that big. But a dollar forty some dollar forty seven, I think it was, and that's what I would eat for lunch. Oh man, could fill you up for the day. Yeah, you'd think I'd be thinner. Yeah, <laughs> I remember I would always know to pay my phone bill when my phone got turned. That's off. exactly how I paid my bill for yeah. years. How many yeah. times did you? <clears throat> how many times did you talk your way out of it, like at the gas company or the electric company? Or what was your favorite, you know, I don't know, I, you know, I thought I paid it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would I get really tried. indignant when they're like, well, yeah. I have the canceled check right here. And they'd be like, <laughs> well, we're going to need to see that. Well, yeah, I'm, I bet you would. I'm busy. I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man with a lot of things to do. Yeah, yeah I remember uh, internet getting, or like phone line or electricity getting shut off and then just walking up to the Kinko's on Vine uh, to check my email. Oh, to check my Friendster account yeah. or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, anyone's top eight. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that was MySpace. That, that was MySpace, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that's so funny you say that. That's how I used to pay my phone bill, too. Yeah. Whenever they'd shut it off. Yeah. Oh, time to pay the Whenever phone I bill. I guess it's been, a, it's been a month already. Yeah. So that's why it's fun. I mean, that, that's why I think, you know, if you, if you come into money and you've been broke for a long time, it's great because I feel like you have an appreciation for it. You're like, oh, it's really, you know, like I pre- but it doesn't, you know. Yeah, I get scared that's going to, you know, go away. Uh, and, you know, like, I, I still like to spend money. I still like to, like, you know, it's like, hey, if you have it, you know, spend it. Um, but, you know, D is always like, she still acts like we're just both working at fast food places. You know, oh, she's really? like very scared of spending money. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. bad, though. No, no, it's that's great. It's great. It's great way to do it. Great, you know. Good to balance it out. I mean, well, yeah, no, it was great. Like, I used to, Greta and I used to get into fights about, like, I was like, I'll I'll buy you this salad that's eight dollars. She's like, but it's eight dollars. I'm like, yeah. it's fine. It's eight dollars. Yeah, we got to figure out, you know, because we got a taxes now as a married couple. Oh yeah, you gotta do that, huh? Yeah, got to figure that out. Oh, I got some. I'm waiting on a shit ton of tax stuff to come in the mail. Oh. A couple more days, right? We got till the thirty first, right? They send you all your W twos by. Yeah, then? starting to trickle in for me. Just have your business manager deal with all of the. Um... The business manager I give 5% of your money to? <laughs> no, it's a monthly fee. Yeah. Great. <laughs> great. Uh, I was thinking really about great. a business manager, though, honestly. Don't even have to think about it. They just fill everything out. Yeah, yeah I was really pay thinking it. about that. Oh, yeah. I don't even yeah. have to see it. 
Great. About yeah, it sounds nice. Don't even have to. I mean, I'll have to sign things. What do you have to make? Like, it's a lot of work. I mean, just I gotta write my manager. What do you have to make? Like forty, thirty, forty-five thousand a year, something like that. But yeah, it's somewhere around, right there. around there. <laughs> Guys, next year I think I can do it. <laughs> no yeah. one's gonna get that we're kidding. <laughs> Oh, about the business? Yeah. We're not, I make way more than that. <laughs> no, I mean, I have, a, I have a business manager and a lot of money. I, I just mean no one's going to get know. that we're kidding about. Uh, you know, we weren't work. poor ever. <laughs> Never happened. We're three trust fund kids. Oh, God, living it up. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is my mother. Oh. Her, her dad's got like $8 billion, $9 billion, something. Oh, really? Yeah. The Dreyfuses. She's doing okay. Yeah. Or is it? No, it's the, I'm sorry. It's the Louis-Dreyfuses. That's the name. That's the last name. Oh. Yeah. Let wrap this, let's wrap this shit up. All right. Who else do we know that's super-duper rich? David okay. Geffen. I've been to his house. He's super rich. So cut out all the money stuff. <laughs> that was not good. That's like still... Jerry Maserati. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Welcome to Pura, the most pristine, safe, climate-stable city on Earth. A haven amidst the wreckage. Here, you're safe from heat domes, superstorms, water bandits in the outer lands. There's no crime in Pura. No murder, no suicide. And best of all, there's no cost to join us. In Pura, we promise to keep you safe. I killed her! You took everything! In a world that doesn't feel so safe anymore, we're waiting for you. Here, in Pura. The Last City is a new scripted audio drama from Wondery. Enjoy The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City right now, ad-free, on Wondery Plus. Get started with your free trial at wondery.com slash plus.